Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I am not your host, Eli, playing Doc. I'm Ashley, and I'm playing Rawl. I'm Jason, and I'm literally everybody else in the world, your host for this one. Yeah, and this episode is brought to you by our love for an NPC that I came up with on the spot. <laughs> oh my god, that's He's not true. wrong. The whole reason we're doing this is because he loves Rawl, the crazy raccoon man who ransacked our house, much to Reverse's dismay. I love Rawl. Uh, and this is our our normal adventure, of course, has five people involved. This will only have three. And uh, this is actually a Savage Worlds game, uh, which will be fun. Set in the same world as our D&D game. Uh, so some of the stuff will be familiar if you're listening to both. And if you're not, yeah, you probably don't have to. I'd prefer if you did. And I did do some research on uh, the lore page, so some of these characters may or may not have ties to people we've met. Nice. That's awesome. Just a, just a baby uh, cross the streams there for a little bit. <laughs> mm, snow. What? Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, well, I guess my question is, would you want me to start with Rawl or do you want me to start with Doc? Let's start with Rawl. He's the star. Got it. Okay. So, Rawl, um, this starts, um, for our listeners, shortly after our main crew has left for the uh, Dwarvish City. I forget the name of it. Nemgalor. Nemgalor. So this starts shortly after we set off for Nemgalor. So we are definitely not in town to witness any of this, which is perfect. So we're going to start off this adventure with Rawl, who is currently rummaging around the trash cans of our uh, house. As you are currently rummaging around out back, a guardsman walks up to the front door and begins uh, knocking. But there's no response. He's like, uh, is anybody home? Anybody? I have this letter from... <sighs> I'll just leave this here then. And he, he lays out a newspaper on the front of the steps and kind of slinks back down off the property. Rawl's kind of peering over the side of the dumpster like what was that? He's going to ramble on up and see what that what he laid down. Alright, um, it appears to be an advertisement for local adventurers. <clears throat> and for this, I'm going to get into character. There he is. Where is he? Calling the noble and esteemed adventurers, one and all, I, Lord Clarence Chadwick, have an interesting business venture that I could very much use your expertise on. I have heard great tales of your adventurers, and you will be rewarded most appropriately. For inquiries, please stop by my estate. Ah, that sounds good. I'm going to take this. <laughs> I hate him already. You're supposed to hate him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and since Raoul is 
on his way. What would Doc be doing at this point in time? Yelling at squirrels. Okay. While his uh his his roommate David the Direwolf just kind of naps next to him. So you're just causing an absolute mess in the park, just yelling at all the local wildlife and this specifically the squirrels. The all squirrels. Right. Okay. And um you see this uh golden retriever kind of trot by, kind of gives you a look, keeps on moving. Oh, hey Janice. How are the kids? All right, you're busy. Don't worry about Just it. Keeps on walking. <laughs> um, that will come up later. Um, and then this guy walks up. Uh, one of the local police off, uh, not police officers, peace officers. Yeah. Just kind of walks up. He's like, uh, "Any particular reason you're scaring the squirrels, sir?" Well, yeah, it's my job. I don't. I don't understand. <sighs> What can I do to get you to go away? Listen, you're going to have to talk to my manager. And I reach into my pocket and I hand him a leaf. He just looks at the leaf and he's just like, what? And then, does, Doc, does Doc look like he would be, I don't know, a capable individual? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, Doc, uh, Doc is very strong and very tough. Okay. Or relatively strong and relatively tough. <laughs> he just kind of gives you a look and is like, well, if I can't get you to go away, uh, my boss told me to give you this. And he, he hands you a little uh, pamphlet that's also addressed from Lord Clarence Chadwick. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the guy, uh, you know, his cat, Margaret. She was telling me about him. Seems like an okay guy. Just, just, just. Puts I'm, up his hand to, like, tell you to be quiet, and he walks away, shaking his head, just I, like, I don't... I, I ramble don't on for a little bit, and when I realize he's gone, I just continue talking to David, and then I read the letter. It it says, fame and fortune awaits, come to see. <laughs> what do you think, David? Should we check it out? And he just gets up and starts walking. And I go, yeah, you're right. And I start walking in the other direction. David, it's this way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh before long you both arrive and it's at this point i have to ask the question do you guys know each other oh uh, we absolutely know each other okay so you show up and uh Rawl, you see doc and doc you see Rawl just standing and it's just to describe the mansion before you do your introductions it's in um what was the the rich people district again eli oh uh tall town or the okay. crown uh it'd be tall town he's not he's not that rich um so it's this um mansion done in the traditional style in tall town um with these large steps leading up to a central uh, gate um there's currently it looks like some sort of post boy standing outside and there's a couple of applicants that are like being turned away one by one by one by one i um i walk up to ral and go hey ral how's it going buddy Hey, David, go ahead and make your make some friends. And he just wanders towards everyone else. And they kind of shoot you a dirty look like, who is this guy? Ah, see, so you got your roommate still. Yeah, yeah, no, it's actually working out pretty well, you know. He does the dishes when it's his turn to do them, so that's nice. Sounds good. Yeah. You've yeah. been, uh, you've been, uh, hanging out in the park still. 
yeah, yeah, you know, that's where work is keeping me. Uh, squirrels keep harassing the uh, the local dogs, so. <sighs> Sounds like a good gig. <laughs> and before long, basically what happens is either half the people are turned away by the page boy, and the other half just take one look at you guys and go, all right, I'm done, and they walk away. <laughs> I have I have more important business to attend to than deal with these wacks. They see a wolf the size of a pony start walking up and go, nah, this isn't worth it. They're like, no, <laughs> I don't care who this guy is. I only just heard of him today. Bye. <laughs> and there's this, like, um, I'd say about 14, 15-ish year old uh, human boy um, who's just kind of wearing nice but not fine clothing. Um, with a, uh, basically a, a clipboard and a piece of parchment and you just kind of go through the list and he's like, uh, and he kind of looks up as you get to the front of the line. He's like, um, who are you all? I should probably mention that Doc is six feet tall and about yeah, 245 he's... pounds. And that Raul is a raccoon man. Yeah. A three foot tall raccoon man. <laughs> and he kind of looks down at, at Raul and, go, and then looks up at Doc and he's like, uh, who might Rock- you be? Hi. Doc gives him this cheesy smile. <laughs> My name's Doc. Okay. Are you here for the, uh, for the work? The what? The work? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, man, we're here to make some money. Okay. Right, Doc? Sure. I'm just happy hey, to be I'm, included. He just, he, just, he just looks at you too and goes, uh... And he kind of, like, whispers something into this, like, um... Not a pendant, but he has a get, he's got this, like, patch on his shoulder that has this crest that's basically just a half-tilted wine glass. And he whispers something into it, and then you can faintly make out words coming out of it. And he's like, I, I guess you're on the list. And he checks marks you and steps aside, and the gates just open out of nowhere. Just magically open. Yeah, hey, uh, uh, some nice digs here. <laughs> You know, I knew a mountain really like lion it. who lived in a place like this once. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and he looks very nervous. Come on, Raul. We're scaring the kids. No, you were Raul. I'm right. drunk. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> you walk up the gates, and then there's these two uh, these two guardsmen wearing... Um, I decided they're wearing heavy leather. Mm. Um one of them has a uh, a sword by his side. The other one has a, a crossbow. Uh, and they both kind of open the door for you. And as you walk in, uh, you see there is actually a... Uh, a not a conference room. Uh, not a meeting room. Uh, basically, there's like a secretary there at mm-hmm. a desk. Um, the secretary is a older female kobold with sort of bluish... Uh, scales, uh, with these spectacles over her eyes, very clearly is older. And she kind of looks up from her documents and goes, Oh, hello. Hi, I'm Doc. That's David. David is currently rooting around in one of the trash cans. And she, she says hi to David. Hey, uh, we hear there's, uh, some adventuring to do. Well, you certainly heard correctly. Um, and hold on, let me let me put you through. And she goes and rummages around through her notes, and she finds 
a, st- a small stone and she whispers something into it and come busting out of the door directly behind her is this five foot let's call it five really opulent really posh and actually i can show you what his character looks like <gasps> this will like go there we go like that there we go um, basically wearing the traditional noble style with this nice cane, and he kind of looks at all of you with a grin, and you see he has a single gold tooth. He's like, well, hello there. I see you've accepted my offer of uh, payment. I am Lord Clarence Chadwick at your service. My name's Doc. That's David. And he kind of looks at your wolf, at David rummaging through the garbage can, and he gives a noticeable grimace, and it's like, ugh. Well, nice to meet you all. And he goes to shake, he, he reaches up to shake David's hand, or Doc's hand, and then he reaches, he squats down to shake Raul's hand, and he kind of just looks around at you two and goes, well, <laughs> my offer is this. There's a group of individuals who have been raiding my business shipments, um, not too far out of town. I would give it about um, a mile or two out in the wilderness. And they've been causing quite the headache for me and my business ventures. So, if you go and deal with them through whatever means you may deem necessary, I have really don't care what happens to them so long as they are no longer a problem, I will gift to you uh, about, oh, 500 gold each, so that's... 250 gold to the, each of you. Sounds you good. Should accept. Uh, let me do some math here. And Doc is like, looks like he's counting on his fingers. And he mm-hmm. just says, yeah, that sounds right. Well, of course it is. I, I said it was right. <laughs> That's well, fair. That's all being said. And... If you want, you can make a notice roll. I do. To see uh, the earnestness of this offer, because he very clearly looks down on you uh, a great (laughs) deal with disdain. Uh, Doc got a five. That is a success. And Raul got a five as well. Well... With that, he is very much being sincere about dealing with troubles to his business. (laughs) Although you get a sense that he's not entirely telling you the whole truth. Now, you promise that we can say we can do anything necessary. Well, of course, I don't care so long as they stop impeding my affairs. All right. Hey, man, uh, I don't usually ask, but what, uh, what are we doing with here? Oh, just some local banditry. I'm sure it'd be not not a a real challenge to gentlemen of your skills. Oh, banditry. I could use a new bandana. Again, very clearly being condescending. (laughs) (laughs) So done. And, like, everyone that got turned away, you kind of recall, was, like, these really, like, awesome, cool adventures with all this great magic gear, and he's just like, nope, not you. These Mm. two... (laughs) These two <laughs> lunatics. The homeless man and the criminal. Let's get them in here. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> All right, David. Well, I guess it's time to go. 
You leave the nice lady's papers alone. Alright, man. There better be some good dumpsters along the way. I'm hungry. And he kind of looks at you with the disgust. He's like, you know that there are several fine restaurants here in Talltown, don't you? Yeah, man. Their dumpsters are the best. And you see, for the first time, the face of regret cross this man's face. <laughs> as he may have realized what he's just done. <laughs> oh, wait. We should probably ask where we're supposed to go. Oh, yeah. That's kind oh, of my, Oh, my secretary, Atrix Vaughn, will give you all the details. Don't worry about it. Oh, you can just tell it to David. He'll let me know later. Nah, man, uh, David might forget. Just, uh, let me know where we're going. (laughs) And, like, you're right here in this meeting, and the secretary just turns around and goes, Um, I'm right here, sir. Oh, yes, yes, I for- I, uh, this is awkward. Uh, and he goes to leave. (laughs) 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 And she just kind of, like, pinches the bridge of her nose, of her snout, and just goes, Oh. <laughs> I hate that man so much. Well, and she um, pulls out some maps, and she actually shows you um, that there there's an area about five to ten miles off the main road that they've sort of pinpointed where these um, attacks are coming, these supposed attacks are coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, looks to be somewhere to the uh, west of the city. Of uh, what city is this actually? Seoul. Soul, city of soul. Is it in the woods? Yeah, it's in the wilderness. Doc, you know the woods. This will be easy. Huh? You know the woods, right? Oh How yeah. How do you live there? Well, I mean, not those woods. Well, uh, damn. We'll figure it out. Yeah, no, fine. we'll be fine. You'll get, to, you'll get to yell at squirrels and stuff. It'll be good. Oh no, I can't do that outside of the park. It's a very specific purview. Ah, damn. Okay. Well, there's something else we can do in the woods, I'm sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> if, if, if Roll if wants, because um, you have connections <laughs> to the Barbello family, am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. Um, you can use that edge to try and gain more information about this gentleman you just made a deal with. Sounds like a plan. If you wish. You don't have to. Where? What do I do for that again? I'm sorry. Like using connections? I um, think you have to make a persuasion check. It, that's if you want to go and talk to your contacts to try and figure out what yeah. exactly you're signing up for. Yeah. You may not care. You may just be like, cool, money, let's go. But I'm giving you the opportunity to do that. Since let's that go is ahead and do that. <laughs> he's paranoid. He needs to know if he's dealing with the lizard folk. That's a fair, that's a fair assessment there. So remember, you take the higher of the two numbers. All right, five. Okay. Um, you do manage to get in contact with, well, a contact from the Barbello family. He tells you that, I mean, the man's kind of shady, and he does have his enemies, but he seems to be a man of his word. So I'm going to get payment, right? He doesn't stiff you. Um, maybe? Mm. He hasn't really done business with him directly, but I mean... He seems honorable. His reputation's impeccable, if a bit too clean. All right, as long as I'm getting my money. And there is there is rumors that he did hire some members of the Barbello family to steal uh, an artifact from one of his rivals, which he is currently trying to protect. Who's trying to protect him? No, so he, he hired the Barbello family to steal something from one of his uh, business rivals. 
which he's currently trying to prevent his business rival from stealing back. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I mean, I like to keep my uh, my gold close to me, so I get it. As long as he's not working with the lizard folk. No, he's definitely not working with lizard folk. Alright, this is good. I keep telling you, the lizard folk are fine. They have every right to be represented in this city. Hey man, you don't you don't know what they did to me. That's true. I have a personal event, I have a personal problem with them. At this point, Eli, do you have your random your random encounter table still? Oh, for no. No? Okay, that's fine. I'll just make one up. Cool. Uh let me do this. This works. So um it doesn't really take that long to get there. Probably around twelve hours tops. About six hours in, as you're walking along the road, um another golden retriever crosses your path and just kind of looks up at both of you. And uh, Doc recognizes it as the same golden retriever he saw in the park. Hi, my name's Doc. You both hear a voice in your head. Hello, my name is Unknowable. If you ever wish to shop, I have a place in town. He scampers off. How do you do that? Unknowable is a weird name. Yeah, you're telling me. It's my name for those who have not yet proven themselves to be trustworthy associates. All right. Um, Well, we gotta go. I mean... If you need any magical items or any other gear, I do have a shop set up in Seoul. Talk to my assistant, Randy. Oh, hey, if the squirrels are ever bothering you, give me a call, and I hand him another leaf. And he just reaches out touches the leaf, and as he does, the leaf just just disappears. We'll be in touch. And as a player, I feel I should be clear. There is nothing written on those leaves. Oh, I know. <laughs> you gotta stop handing out your business cards like that. Gonna it's all about out. networking, Rawl. I get that, but you hand them to everyone. Everybody's got problems with squirrels. Nah, you're not wrong. And birds. What do you have against birds? What did they do to you? You know what they did to me? I don't remember. And it's about that point. You I repress those memories. That you come to a... <laughs> a, um... A wooden palisade in the middle of this wilderness. Um, there is clearly a... Because my map didn't load. There's very clearly <laughs> a... It's annoying. I'll have to do that later. There is a wooden gate. Um, there is technically a spot where uh, guards can patrol the walls. And there is a, uh, a voice that you hear. And you can kind of faintly see a figure at the top of the wall. Um, you're about, I would say, quarter mile-ish away from it. Um, and there is this woman who's standing atop the wall with a bow drawn. And she looks at both of you and goes, who are you? You're too far away. We can't really hear you. Who are you? My Speak. name's Doc. I'm Raul. She kind of like. You didn't introduce Doc David. What's wrong? With relaxes you, Doc? a little bit. Waits for you to get close enough to actually <laughs> hear her. 
I'm just, I'm imagining this is a cartoon in my head, and it's delightful. <laughs> well, because it's like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you, you you get close enough that you're basically right in front of the wall. And um, you're not right in front of it, but you're, yeah. she can still shoot you. Let me put it that way, but you can hear her. Um, and she says, who are you? Who sent you? My name's Doc. This is David. I'm Raul. Well, oh, remember that dude's name that sent us? It's no, like, kind of. It's like Chadley. Chadwick. That's right. Chadwick. And she you say that name, and she suddenly scowls. <sighs> that's ignorant little prick. Um. Well, I don't know what he's told you about us, but I assure you, we are not bandits. We have to ask you to leave. Can I mean, go ahead. Can I? Can we ask you some questions? Very well. So what, what? What's his problem with you guys? Well, you see, he plans on building a home away from home. I guess you could say, but we are already living here. Is is he trying to tear this down? Yes, very much so. You could say, man, that wouldn't be easy. This is some pretty sturdy wood. Yeah, exactly. Well, fire does have its uses, I suppose you could say. That's true. That's why the beaver family that I used to know, they always built it in the river, you know? Because their little kid has an issue with matches. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, fire's Real. dangerous. <laughs> it's just the first person that, that Doc's <laughs> met. It's just like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. All right. Well, hey, can I we mean... just come inside real quick? Roll persuasion. Ha! <laughs> I got a two. Hang on. Let me do it too. Five. Okay. So she looks at Doc and, and she's like, You're big and scary. She looks at Raw and is like, Oh, you're small. Sure. It's like, his, You can. <laughs> his tattered clothes. And um, my name is Sasha, by the way. Um, if you'll. If you're going to go inside, you'll want to speak with our leader. Um, well, not really a leader, more so of a. I don't know, guide. Um, Named Peter Sowers. He's a half-orc man, about six feet tall. You should see him by the by the tree in the center of town. Hey, Doc, he's uh, kind of around your size. Oh, cool. And she opens the, the gate for you. She, she calls to the men below to open it. And uh, it opens up on what appears to be the medieval equivalent of a tent city. Hmm. Uh, there are several... I would say about 20 to 30 tents uh, set up all around a central uh, large, large tree, probably about a couple thousand years old, um, with a little nice little, um, I wouldn't call it a moat, but I'd call it, I mean, it's basically what it is. It's just smaller than that uh, yeah. around the tree. And there's a nice little graveyard set up nearby with about five to ten flagstones. Uh, and standing by, by the tree is a six and a half foot tall orc man, half orc man with reasonably nice clothes, but they're they're not fancy. They're very much more practical um, canvas and hide um, traveler's clothes. And what did Sasha say his name was again? Uh, his name was Peter Sowers. Hi, are you Peter? And he turns around and goes. Ah, I was not told we had visitors. Yes, yes, I am. And you notice he has a uh, 
a uh, a short sword at his belt. Hey man, did uh, where'd you get that nice sword? It's been in my family's generation for a while now. I just keep it nice and tidy. Who are you all? My name's Doc. This is David. I'm Raul. Yeah. Uh... Nice, nice to meet you all. I am, as you said, I am Peter Sowers. Um, no offense, but why are you here? Uh, a guy named uh, Chadwick uh, sent us here. And he kind of gets a scowl on his face. <clears throat> this guy seems to not really be liked around here. What happened? He wants to kick us out to build, I don't know, whatever new development thing he's got going on. I don't keep oh, track yeah. of it. That's right. <sighs> Look, we live here. I'm. So, uh. We're not going like... to leave without a very good reason. Well, he said that we were allowed to do anything it takes, right? So, why don't we just give you guys, like, I don't know, a bunch of gold? Uh, How much is a bunch? I don't know. He said anything. This is true. Do you, do you, how much are you interested in paying us? Well, I mostly just work with Acorn currency, so I'm not really sure uh, what the exchange rate is. All right. Uh, you've um, been talking too much to Sasha, haven't you? No. Sasha was... Oh, the she's the one at the, at gate. the gate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She like Doc? Like uses acorns? Well, no, but she is she is a woman of the wild. She very much knows Oh hey, a lizard and Doc just kinda of wanders off. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then and and Peter's just like standing there, she's like, Okay then. <laughs> well, I don't normally uh I, I wouldn't be able to leave without payment in hand, you understand this. Yeah. You'd need enough to Get housing for all of us, as well as a sufficient job in the city. I don't normally do this, but, uh... We're supposed to receive pretty large payment from this guy. Uh, I'm gonna use that that to give y'all. How much was he paying you? <sighs> was it 500 gold? Was that right? Yeah, yeah. it, was, it yeah. was 500 gold total, so it was 250 for each of you. All right. Doc, get over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, you uh, want to part with your uh, winnings, your earnings from this? Oh, yeah. I don't have any use Help for this. it. All right. Well, it looks like uh, we're giving you our money. Yeah, the opossum who owns my building doesn't really accept gold. This this checks out. You Do you pay him in acorns? Yeah, obviously. I was just being sure, man. Sounds like I need to come live near you. Actually, I like the dumpsters too much in the city. Never mind. It's like, I would have to reiterate, you must understand, I would need payment in hand first. I can't yeah. just up and leave without anything on my end. I'd be abandoning these people, which I refuse to do. This sounds about right. Uh, I guess we can go back and, uh, I don't know, rough you his heard, suit up. You heard he had business rivals. Oh, this is true. <laughs> We'll just go after his rivals. I don't know who they are, though. That's an interesting tactic. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what. A... <laughs> hey, man, I left it open. Yeah, it's pretty open ended. So whatever this, you want. This do, is up I'm to Rawl. Okay. Doc is way too dumb to handle this. All right, Rawl's ready to go after these people. Do we uh, head back to the city and uh, get some information from from my uh, contacts? All right. 
smash cut back to the city. <laughs> Record scratch. I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> you are currently in the Drunken Pony uh, Inn. <laughs> I have a tool for this. Give me a moment. There it is. Bam. Where there is, does it have the people? Does not have the people. That's annoying. Give me one moment. Never. I mean, we don't have a whole I lot of have, choices, but I have yeah. tools. I missed require. I require tools. Dang it. We all require tools. Treasure, no. Dungeon, no. Encounter, no. Where's the in generator? Dang it. There it is. Hidden itself from you. There it is. There is a uh, a willowy human male named Angrid who is currently the barkeep of this inn. And we kind of it, it's this place is a front for the Barbello family. It's what it is. And he kind of looks at you, Rawl, and goes, Oh, yeah, you want to know a little bit more about that old Chadwick guy, eh? Yeah, we're hearing he's kind of a dick. I mean, he is. Uh, rumors have it he stole a prized possession of a business rival of his, old Mr. Florence, who, uh, well, rumors say he's got ties with that old Benton guy. Helping him protect some of them artifacts he's got hold up in that museum of his. Well, uh, there's also rumors around town that, uh, can't even bear to speak their name. You know the Cabbage Men? Uh, I can't say I do. Oh, yeah, those are the little fat kids that you find in the patches, right? No. I mean... <laughs> they got, a they got about a couple blocks of town, down in Gloom Town. Call it the Cabbage Patch. They're a <laughs> leader, guy named the Gardener, that's all they call him. He's got a beef with old Chadwick. Apparently he stiffed him out of a deal a long time ago. Yeah, this guy stiffed somebody? We got information now. He's gonna stiff us. Alright. Let's go uh let's go talk to this dude. Which dude? Florence <laughs> or the gardener? The, the gardener? Gar the gardener? Okay, yeah. this is gonna be this is gonna be <laughs> Uh, exactly what Eli wanted. <laughs> this is gonna... <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so, you know where the Cabbage Patch is, because it's the only place, really, in Gloomtown that the Barbello family doesn't have control over, just because they're like, this guy's way too annoying to deal with. We're just gonna let him have his delusions of grandeur, is pretty much what it is. Like, he's no real threat to them, but every time they try and take his territory, they lose horribly. Um... Just because it's so small, and, like, they know it so well. Yeah. Ambush tactics, <laughs> man. Exactly. Um, so you start walking through these alleyways, and, um, make a notice roll. <coughs> Both of you. And David, too. Alright. As you're walking through these narrow, darkened alleyways, as a light drizzle begins. Well, David definitely notices. <laughs> Rawl does it. Holy shit, Doc notices. Doc definitely does. Oh my gosh. So, Rawl, you're like, la-da-da-da-da. 22, baby. Looking for a dumpster. Looking for a dumpster. This sounds right. And, uh, Doc, something's not right. And as you think that, David starts barking and looks up at the rooftops. And there's these two men wearing these, like, dark green uh like leather leather hide and, and robes and they just kind of look down at you and they're like shh he hasn't seen us yet but the dog is barking shh hi guys 
Yeah. Oh, crap. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, 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 what's the, what do we, and, and like, immediately one of them just books it across the rooftops. And the other guy is just like, what do we, Hi, I'm Dave. Nice to- Hey, th- his name is David. I mean, it's similar. What are you doing up there? Uh, He's- keeping an eye on the Cabbage Patch. Oh, hey, are you one of those That's Cabbage not- Patch kids? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a Cabbage Man. We had to talk to somebody. Uh, all right. What's his name? to talk to your, uh, the gardener. Oh, you want to talk to the gardener? Um, okay. It's just like sounds just very like defeated. It's just like my best friends just ran away from me, and I'm like I don't know what's going on. And uh, all right, so he he carefully climbs down off the rooftop. He's like, let me let me show you where he is, <laughs> and he, he leads you to this honestly, it's like a slum town, this, like rundown area, and there's like a makeshift box fort made out of just old crates. And there's these, like, two old rotten curtains that come across it. And it's it's not small, it's big. It's almost like it's a threshold, like a door threshold size thing. I'm like, alright, here's the throne room. Ooh, fancy. They got a throne room? A throne room made the- out of discarded crates and rotten... Hold on. If we're going into a throne room, I need to, to uh, clean up a little bit. And Doc just takes his shirt off and drops it on the ground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dave just looks at you both and goes, All right, well, I guess I'll leave you guys to it. And he takes a couple steps back. And as, as, as you, as you th- get throw the, the makeshift drapes aside and step in, this guy's made essentially a pillow fort, is what he's made. <sighs> I love him. Oh my him. god, yes. And, like, sitting in the middle of this pillow fort, is this guy with this, like, scraggly beard and misshaven sideburns. Like, one side is, like, almost clean, and the other side is, like, all over the place. And he, he's he's very dirty. He's got this kind of crooked teeth. And he has this cabbage in his hand, which is currently he's eating whole. Oh, and he man. looks up at you guys and goes, Ah! Who are you guys? I'm Doc. That's David. That was Rawl. <laughs> Hey, David, how you doing? And he throws the cabbage, at, like, to David. He just sniffs at it and then just kind of, like, bats it away from him and lays down. I got pumpkins, too. You like pumpkins? Oh, yeah, he loves pumpkins. All right, hold on. Points to somebody and goes, fetch me a pumpkin. Like, all right. And he starts going to this back area. Yeah, Doc reaches down and picks up the cabbage and starts eating it. Ah, fellow cabbage man. So, uh... What are you doing here in uh, the Cabbage Patch? We uh, heard that you have a problem with this uh, Chadwick guy. As you say that, he spits on the ground. He like coughs up a bunch a bunch of phlegm and spits it on the ground. It's like, yeah, Chadwick. What happened with you and him? He, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Let's just say that he... He hurt some people very close to me, and then he bought my house, and now I'm here in my little pillow fort. I like it. Yeah, I mean, you've done really good things with the place. That's right. I got a nice garden out in the back. About that time, he says, I got a nice garden out in the back. Uh, a man comes out with a pumpkin. He's like, ah, throw the pumpkin at the David. 
He's like, oh, who's David? That the dog. Give it to the dog. And he throws the pumpkin. Yeah, when it splatters open, David kind of jumps back a little bit and then just walks forward and starts eating the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I mean, where's my food? Oh, here. And then Doc just reaches down and hands you a piece of pumpkin. And then he just sits down and starts shoving pumpkin into his face. Yep. Sounds about right. If you're going to the pumpkin, I want the cabbage back. Oh, yeah. Here you go. I'm going to toss it to him. He starts munching back on the cabbage. <laughs> sure. What What makes you mention his name here? He uh, gave us a job to uh, take care of some bandits outside of town, but they don't. They have. They don't really seem like bandits. They're pretty nice. There was a lizard. There was a lizard. There's always lizards. They live under the streets. You know about the lizard people? I know that they live under the streets and they're trying to infiltrate the government. See, someone else knows what. And there's this weird place down by the docks. We don't talk about that. Oh, you mean the place with all the fluids? Are you talking about the yes bay? Well, there is no bay in Seoul. Uh. Uh. (laughs) So, uh, we uh came to get more information on this guy because we heard he stiffed you, and he's supposed to pay us to do a job. Oh yeah, he uh, look, we used to be buddies back in the day. And we had this grand idea for this project, and the details are all a little, uh, little gone now, now that I'm older, but, uh, we were gonna make millions, and he went and ran off with a patent on me, and then he went on doing this real estate thing. Yeah. Wait a minute. What kind of patent was this? I told you, I've forgotten. My brain's turned to mush. Yeah. Yeah, that happens if you disrespect the crows. Too many nights blackout drunk. This checks out. I uh, probably should lay off the uh, the hooch then. Ah, nah, you're fine. You're young and short. Uh, <laughs> d- uh, <laughs> Look, I may be small, but I can handle myself. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, I forgot why we're here. We were trying to get information on this uh, Chadwick guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I could. Are you going after him? You're going to take him down? I mean, I kind of want to. Are you down for that? Yeah, okay. Just All break right. into his house and kill him. I like how you're talking. Isn't Doc a pacifist? Oh, yeah. Doc <laughs> does not say that we should break into his house and kill him. Wait a second. He's, <laughs> he doesn't kill if they're fine. If they're a dick, there could be a... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's uh, debatable. He's, he's gonna, he's I don't kill change. kids unless that kid's a dick. <laughs> gonna change his pacifist major to a pacifist minor pacifist that's already uh minor get rid of pacifist become bloodthirsty yeah (laughs) Uh, well i mean he's trying to kick people out of their houses and uh he's uh stiffed somebody on payment so oh uh, wait wasn't there some guy uh uh flowers or something who oh yeah the uh him Florence? Uh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Why don't we just steal back whatever thing it is that Chadwick stole from him? Mm. That would work. That would humiliate him quite nicely. Mm. If my contacts tell me correctly. I don't know why I'm doing this voice now, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) If my contacts tell me correctly, it's some sort of fine diamond. Roughly fist-sized. Fine cut. That seems to be worth a lot more than uh, 500 gold. If the rumors have it straight, and I assure you they are, a few of my men that managed to get into his house before they were uh, caught, he has it on some sort of display case in the middle of his dining room. 
ripe for the the taking. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? We send in some send in some chipmunks, and then they steal it for us. They can do some recon first. That sounds like a good idea. However, right. <laughs> can you actually talk to animals? No, or just crazy. No, not at okay. all. I'm just crazy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I do have the Beastmaster Edge, so an- like animals are my friends. <laughs> um, but no, I'm just crazy. That's okay. <laughs> Raw, this sounds like a gr- or, God damn it, Raw, Doc. This sounds like a great idea. However, I think I- we can do it better than the Chipmunks can. I could send some of my men to deal some damage for you. I like this idea. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> looks to looks to two guys like Dave, Bob. Come here. And you recognize the guy that ran away and the guy that reluctantly led oh, you Oh, hey, to- Bob. You ran away before. My name's Doc. It's like, you have good eyes. Yeah. Doc, I- you keep forgetting to introduce David. Listen, David's eating right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound you all hear as David's eagerly munching down on the water, on the, uh, the pumpkin. <laughs> Um, and they're just like, one, one of them is, is, they're both clearly human, but it's just like, they're kind of looking at you all and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> and, and the gardener's just like, look, they want to get revenge on Ola. What's his face? Go and help them. Chadley! And he's kind of, and he just kind of like snaps his fingers dismissively. He's like, go. All right, we're after Chadwick. Let's go. And if you want, you can make a, a, another roll, uh, to figure out your connections as far as, uh, Florence goes. Figure out more info about him. Um. So now you're actually, so you can actually call on a favor from the Barbello family mm-hmm. uh, to give you some allied fighters, trans- because the other one was kind of a freebie. This is this is much more of a, uh, a use of it. So make... Like we could a- ask them if they already, like, ask them if they've already scoped his place out. Yeah, if they've already cased the joint, oh, yeah. uh, more information about Florence, any aid that he can give you, that kind of thing. Like, why he wants the genocide, from the fact that it's probably worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Where, like, what do I roll for that? You don't um, roll anything. First, it's just a oh, once per sorry. session. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can do it? Okay. Okay. So. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Um, I mean, I kind of want to know why he wants it. Aside of it just being, I mean, obviously it's very expensive. Um, and then what he plans to do with it. Okay. You get in contact back with uh, the bartender, Angand, and he basically tells you that, well, that Florence character, eh? He kind of rubs his beard. He's a dangerous fellow. Quite wealthy. little creepy. I suppose all tieflings can be a little creepy. And he kind of looks down at the bar a little bit. Well, he's been quite useful at procuring some items for us in the past. Yeah, um, well, if the rumors are true, and I assure you they are true, his wife was almost killed at the hand of some sort of creature or another. And in a desperate last moment to save him, her soul ended up sealed inside that diamond. That's, uh... So if we break the diamond, we bring her back to life. I don't think that's how it works, otherwise he would have done that already. Oh, never mind. Yeah, Doc, that's some good thinking, but, uh, that was a sad, sad story. 
Um, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. There's a bird outside. I know you've got something against birds, but this dude, all right, here's the rundown. So, and also, you know that he is a particularly wealthy tiefling, which is kind of odd. He definitely has ties to the Barbello family, um, but he spends most of his time holed up in his estate for some reason. Hmm. Like, he doesn't really go out on the town. Like, he's probably sad because his wife is a diamond now. Probably. Like, Chadwick goes out and is like, ah, party, cool, yeah, let's go, let's go and harass these people. Whereas Florence is just like, I'll have a party, and only a party at my estate. Nowhere else. I mean, he sounds kind of like he might be a little crazy, possibly. I mean, he's dangerous. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the, the bartender does tell you he's dangerous. Yeah. He's not a man to be crossed, but... So yeah, we just break into into Chadley's house, take that diamond, bring it back to this Florence guy. Sounds seems like a pretty solid plan. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go and uh steal some stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, how do you want to plan this heist out? <laughs> Didn't he say that he was going to give us some of the cabbage men or whatever to help us? Yeah, yeah. You get you get Bob and Dave. You get okay, you get so... two extras to help you with this. All right. So Bob and Dave are going to help us. I say we go in at nighttime. Maybe Bob and Dave should be a distraction so you and I can break in. Sounds like a plan. You know that he has a front gate that's seemingly activated by magic. And you also know that he does have some way of communication with the secretary and uh, everyone else. You do also know the secretary doesn't particularly like him. Oh, she might be on our side. He's kind of a dick. Well, it's true. Um, Maybe we should find her before nightfall and see if we can't get her to help us out. Doc, that's a good plan. Let's do it. Let's Where do does what? she find her and then get her on our side? Find who? Sasha is her name. Oh, no, 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 no. She's the secretary, isn't she? No, no? Sasha was the uh, guards lady. Oh, I don't remember her name now. Hang on. Uh, Eric Svarn. She was the kobold. Yeah. She- With the spectacles. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was old. Yeah, we need to find her. Um, I can't use my connections again to find No, her, but we can, like, make some persuasion checks, because I don't think Streetwise was a skill anymore. No, not anymore, but you can make some persuasion checks or some, um, I think research technically was one, but she's not that well-known, so it'd be, uh, be persuasion. Okay. Well, hot damn. I got a 17. Well, you know where she is. <laughs> Jeez, I got a three. Rawl has no idea, but Doc is like, oh yeah, you know, she likes to hang out occasionally at the park sometimes. I know her. She, likes to, feed, she likes to feed the ducks. I thought they were your enemies. Hey, listen. The squirrels. I don't hate the squirrels. I get paid to get rid of the squirrels by the dogs. And she feeds the ducks, which are unrelated. Yeah, I don't like the ducks. Yeah, sure, I have a thing against all birds, but I'm not going to stop somebody from feeding the ducks. All right. Let's see if we can't get, uh, her name is Eric's, right? Yes. Um, see if we can't get our, Eric's on our side, uh, to help us out. Um, All right. is she feeding the ducks? So maybe she just likes ducks. <laughs> so what is she feeding them? Because is she feeding them? Yeah, she's feeding them like, I don't know, bits of fish or something. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh. Not bread. I know she's not feeding them bread. Do not <laughs> feed ducks bread. That causes problems for the ducks. Mm-hmm. Hey, Eric's. We saw you earlier. Oh, okay. 
we're cutting to this now. So yeah, I mean, I thought that's what we were doing. You, you, you arrived at the park. It oh, wasn't okay. established that that's what we were doing. No, okay. I thought you I'm were sorry. still planning. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're good. I was, I was not paying attention, and other things were happening. You're fine. <laughs> um, so you arrive, and you see this about, I want to say, three and a half, working on four foot tall, elderly kobold woman with spectacles on, wearing a fine dress. She does have a walking sticker in her hand. Um, that's basically just a giant staff that's like way too big for her. And she just has one knee down onto the uh, turf of the park and she's like has these little bits of fish and she's just like throwing them out to the ducks and she's like, oh yes, that's good. Hi! She whirls around, like grabs her cordyceps with two hands and is like, huh? Oh. Oh, you. Okay. Yeah, we're going to steal a diamond from your boss. Do you want to help? I got an 11 persuasion. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> she looks at you curiously and goes, yeah, he's kind of a dick. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That didn't take much convincing. <laughs> she already hates him and he got an 11. I love I, it. It's amazing that Doc is such a simpleton. <laughs> so. I'm waiting for things to load. Give me a second. All right. Since map time is not going to work, I have to do with this instead. This will work uh, for spells and stuff. And actually, with that, we are going to end this episode <gasps> as you guys are about to heist on the Chadwick Estate. Yes! Are, are we in the P-Zone? The what? Why? The Plug Zone. Oh! Yes, yes we are. <laughs> I call it the P-Zone because I'm a very busy executive. Anyway, you can find me online on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at uh, Royal R-O-Y-A-L-L Props, or Artisan Props, or some variation thereof. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram. Oh, and Twitter now, too. I haven't posted anything on there yet, but you can find me as Am and cosplay clean on all of those. And I've been your host, Jason. Have a have a less crazy day. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com, on all social media at weplayrpgs, and if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast. You can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for We Play RPGs. Anyway, bye!